Well, hello, everybody. We are GFBS, giving Grand Forks an identity again. We're Grand Forks' best source. Your show today brought to you by Raptor PCS right here in the Grand Cities Mall, providing a full range of computer services at affordable rates. And, I mean, they do it all. Computer builds, virus removal, hardware repairs, data recovery, transfers. You know, at Raptor PCS, your computers will be fixed right. In most cases, you'll have it back the following day. One of the top-rated local businesses in 2019 and 2020. And if you're afraid to leave your house yet, maybe you're still in that quarantine thing, give them a call. They'll come and pick up your computer, take care of it for you. Their number is 701-772-7626. Also, giving great deals to all of our first responders, our students, our military. And you mentioned GFBS, and they'll give you 10 bucks off your bill. There you go, Raptor PCS bringing you today's show. Time now for our daily segment, Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here we go, Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. And uh, here it is today. Um, actually, I went to the doctor, and uh, he said I have acute appendicitis. And I said, compared to who? Well, there you go. Jokes my neighbor Ooh. tells me. <laughs> uh, you know, those jobs didn't exist when I was a kid. What's that? Computer repair. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, We're I'm, repairing kids today for jobs that don't exist. I wish there was a, a computer repair guy that could repair me because there's always a short between my computer and my chair, and I just can't quite figure it out. Uh, if you haven't figured it out yet, uh, Mayor Michael Brown in the studio today. And uh, Mr. Mayor, welcome back to GFBS. We're glad you made it in. Thank you. Um, first off, let's see. Um, debate. Did you guys have another one last night? We did. How'd that go for you? Church, it went well. I enjoy it, yeah. Um, but I'm data-driven, so I've got the numbers to say how we've improved over 20 years and what we've been involved in. And my opponents talk about poverty, retail, and um, things the mayor and wages, mm -hmm. things the mayor doesn't have control over, but they tug at your heartstrings. So they go for sound bites, and I have the data to show mm -hmm. we're doing pretty good as a community. And it was fun this last week. We were our community is 9.3 percent less cost than any community in the nation mm -hmm. and we we're the most affordable cost of index metro in north dakota out of all of them wow and it, so that just came out so it's just like you can't argue with facts you know and and, and that is what um the other um candidates it seems like a lot of them are trying to focus on local wages and how they think they are lagging well you don't i pay people at city hall and i made sure they're 100 percent of midpoint mm-hmm you know, and if, he, if they want to pay more, then let them pay their people sure. one and a half times. But don't blame the mayor because of the, what the wages are. Sure. And my job is to protect and serve, which we do with our first responders. And, what, and our job is to listen, which I think our listening sessions have been very helpful. How do we keep businesses open? My executive orders let them have the, you know, takeout, dine-in now and curbside. And so I've, we do what we can to keep the economy going as we get it back to the new normal. You know, when you talk about uh, city employees, now, I think um, all the mayoral candidates, did you write a letter I did. to cities and city employees? <laughs> and um, the one thing that, that caught me was your quote, uh, loyalty is a two-way street. I have always felt that. When I worked mm -hmm. at Altru, I expect them to be genuine with me, and I'll be loyal to them. In the Air Force, you know, you all, you, all military people know that you depend on your commander to take care of you, and by gosh, you're going to take care of them. Absolutely. And, and so I think it's true with the city. I've been there 20 years, so I have a track record. And mm -hmm. like I say when I started, uh, their salaries were 0.85% of midpoint. And I thought, why would you hire somebody at 0.85? Because if, if they don't like it, they're not going to stay. Then you've got to retrain somebody. So it's cheaper to start people, I think, at 100% of midpoint. Sure. And there's less turnover. 
and they're happy with their job and it, pro it proves you love me. Mm -hmm. yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's simple. So. No, you, you, you talk about the 20 years as being mayor of Grand Forks. Mm -hmm. um, and explain a little bit, and, and if, unless you have lived here the whole 20 years, you might not get this, but uh, maybe for some of the new people here, your 20 years as mayor, uh, tell us about the uh, billion-dollar boom. Oh, the billion-dollar boom. That's one of my favorite things. That, that is actually a billion dollars worth of construction going on in Grand Forks if you take time to add it mm -hmm. up. It was a $300 million hospital, which is on hold because of their finances. Yep. But there's the student union. There's that $60 million Simplot freezer that oh, yeah. you can see from the moon. That thing is crazy, yeah. We're going to be one of three distribution centers in the country because of Simplot. And that goes back to loyalty, too. We, we take care of them. They're, they're very generous to us. And you look at the Red River Biofuels uh, refinery yep. that's north of there. They take the waste from the potatoes and the sugar beets and the macaroni and make that into biofuels. And, but now they're making hand sanitizer because of the sure. COVID-19. And then you look up and down uh, Washington, there's Edge, Edgewood. Uh, yep, yep. Um, assisted living. There's one across from South Middle School. A Border States Electric is building their new headquarters in the industrial park. Even Art Bakken is doing his pro-transport headquarters. I saw that, and yeah. We are so happy about that. But if you just look around, oh, in downtown, um, you've got the Pure Development. Mm -hmm. um, which is Hugo's, and it's going up so fast, I think yeah, it is. shop there next week. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll be ready to dine in there. And then you look at all this stuff um, downtown with the Demers. That road is fine. Mm -hmm. I drove oh, it is. It's actually fun to drive down Demers oh, again. And it's big and wide. And yep, clean. especially if you drive a motorcycle. Oh, it's oh, really yeah. nice. Yeah. Be careful till it's, they get this gravel off. Yeah. I've had an incident or two where oh, yeah. leaves and sand are bad, so mm -hmm. make sure you take care of that. But you look all over town, and even in my opponent's backyard. <laughs> yeah. There's a, and I think people wouldn't build in this community if they didn't have faith in our future. Mm -hmm. And that's what I see again and again all over. So that's how it is a billion. So you talk to the mayor of like Fargo, uh, Bismarck, Minot, they would love to have a billion-dollar boom. Sure. I absolutely agree with you. Now, uh, and, and this just came to me now, you talked about um, Altru and uh, kind of on hold right now. Do you any word on, on what's going on over there? No, it's just the finances. And it's always been a low overhead, like mm -hmm. one to 3%, like grocery stores, but grocery stores are, are doing better. And people quit having elective surgery, which then is their cash flow. So now they're we're getting the word out. We've always been open. Please come back. Sure. But I think people were afraid to go out mm -hmm. and, and they have to do testing now to make sure you're not carrying the virus or so then you have to delay things. So I think it's just been a hard time. And back in the beginning, we said, it, we remember we closed everything and we said, if we do it right, people will say we'd close too soon. Mm -hmm. Well, we did it right yeah. because we wanted to slow the curve because we didn't want to overwhelm our healthcare system. And we did. Yep. And so, and you can't, the economy's going to come back. People won't. So I think we did the right thing in, in what we did with the closing the public buildings. And now we're gradually opening back up. Well, as we gradually get back to normal here in North Dakota, um, another quick question that just popped in my mind. How different do you think it would be to be a mayor in a city this size in Minnesota right now? Oh, um, I talk with Mayor Gander quite a bit, mm -hmm. and they're very frustrated because they have the metropolitan areas and they have the rural areas, and they have a one-shoe-fits-all, which doesn't seem to... Yeah, well, right. it doesn't. <laughs> doesn't seem no, to. it doesn't. It's not well-received, so they need to... And we're fortunate. We're rural. 
Sure. Except for two or, th- or five or four major cities. Yeah. And, and you know, me, uh, of course, I live in the Minnesota side of the river and um, I'm not a fan of our governor, um, but I think it's basically if they would go from St. Cloud North, mm-hmm. you know, they, they just had his, his uh, people ratings thing come out the other day and, and people seem to be liking walls, but I bet you if they went from St. Cloud up, it'd be a little bit different. But he's doing what he thinks is best to protect yep, people. Yep. And I understand it's his job and mm-hmm. he makes the decisions, but I'm very happy with our governor. Yeah, me too. Um, Mr. Mayor, how is the city government uh, handling the local economy now during the, the, the well, the kind of after effects of this whole antiviral public policy thing? So after the flood, which is age, it ages me. After the flood, everybody lined up at the Chester Fritz and complained to the council who was sitting on stage. And it, people, all they did is vent. Nothing mm-hmm. went anywhere. So with this pandemic, we're having listening sessions where we listen to retail uh, service industries like restaurants, uh, nonprofits. And we're, we have individual listening sessions where they talk to the, uh, my economic advisory group. Mm-hmm. And then we come up with plans to say, how can we help this segment? How can we help that segment? And then I can issue executive orders to say we can do dine and take out now or, or curbside delivery or alcohol, mm-hmm. you know, with proper server and proper identification to get things, keep things alive. And they had inventory that if they didn't use would have gone bad. So we helped them get use their inventory and we helped them keep their cash flow going. But it wasn't as much as it was before, but we're getting back, I think, to more normal. You saw the picture in the paper today at the hub mm-hmm. people were yep. sitting outside and they're looking more and more restaurants are putting those little curbside extensions sure. who doesn't want to sit outside yeah especially a day like today man a burger and a beverage well, that's actually something i thought about even on the east side i mean you know if you have like the blue moose out there yeah. they have their big patio and if like the city were to let them expand that into that um parking lot and everything and close that off kind of like they do for the fairs and stuff i don't know why that would be a yep. problem no, I, people would love it. I miss the blue moose. Yeah, yeah, me too. Now, man, you've been around four terms, 20 years. Five. Five terms. Five terms. You've seen it all here in Grand I've Forks. One or two things. The yeah. flood of 97, um, all of the changes. And there were times when we didn't know if the Grand Forks Air Force Base was even going to remain open. Uh, the recession in 2008, the changes at UND. Yes. Man, you've been around a long time. You're right. And so one question last night, they say, have you seen any big, have I been involved in any big things? Because the mayor doesn't like to take credit, but it's, but I, I still feel responsible. So after the flood, we had to work on the flood protection project with FEMA, mm-hmm. and the Corps of Engineers. And they came into town and wanted to build a dike on Washington. And we said, no, that's not going to work here. Yeah. And then you have the, the geologic dike and the political dike. And so we got it where it was to protect the neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. So that was one thing we did. Remember, I used to cut my grass. I'd wear mosquito netting, canvas clothes, leather gloves, and my Harley Davidson boots. I don't yep. have a Harley, but I got the boots to keep the mosquitoes off me. Oh boy. I, so I got elected mayor, and they're using 10% of the chemical. I go, what? <laughs> we got to jack that up. So our mosquito control program right now is the envy. Oh, it is. I mean, and, and Winnipeg tried to hire my guy. He came in and said, prove you love me. I said, I love you, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> What are they offering? Oh, but it's Canadian dollars, but we can match that in American dollars. Sure. And, and you know, the thing is, too, is uh, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, uh, the mosquitoes aren't oh. carrying viruses and, and things like they are now. 
Now you, before a mosquito bite used to just be a pain in the butt. Now it could be, now it could be yeah, it could kill you now. Yep. So I, then being a doctor, I could say, this is my reason to, to do that. So mm-hmm. that was fun. So then we went, oh, the hotel at the Alaris. That was another thing that happened. Oh, sure. So yep. we, we met with Leo Lettahowski of Canad Inns. So on a handshake, he had, we moved this deal forward. So that's another thing. And I, I did realize my first day of the city, I wanted an indoor pool for children. Mm-hmm. You know, well, that looked into, turned into a water park study which was defeated 75%, but Leo Ledahowski said, that's a moneymaker. So he built the water park with the hotel. And uh, you go in there on any normal day, you know, the oh. old norm, uh, <laughs> the place is always hopping over oh, there. There's yeah. always birthday parties and, and things it's, going on there. Kids are squealing and getting yeah. wet and having fun. And so, so that was, I'm proud of that. Now I think we have like five water parks. In mm. you look at the I, hotels and I, miss, I miss Waterworld. Yeah. Water. Oh, I forgot that about that place. Smile. Yeah, I forgot all about that place. You could see Minot from up. Yeah, there. <laughs> <laughs> just like the new freezer at Simplot. Um, oh, what was I going to ask you? Let's talk a little bit about uh, downtown engagement and revitalization. Good. I think that's so important. Uh, Mike Maidenberg, who was with the Herald earlier, mm-hmm. he said downtown's the beating heart of a community. And you do see that. In fact, Farmer's Market is opening up again June 20th. Oh, good. But it'll be in front of City Hall and the old Lions building, and it'll be properly spaced one way, plexiglass divisions, and they'll load the stuff up for you. And I guess you just slide your credit card. Sure. So it'll be non-contact. So that's coming June 20th. And so downtown is the beating heart of a community. And people, we are social beings, but now we have to have the physical distancing so we don't make each other sick. But... I think downtown is important. And you look at that downtown Demers, my gosh, and it's set up to take the artwork, which people criticize. But yeah. when we have the money art, and I, I like art in my house, and I think art mm-hmm. brings people to town. And remember uh, Mayor Staus had those bronze statues? Oh, yeah, yeah. My in-laws drove from rugby to have their picture taken with these bronze <laughs> statues in front of Cabela's. And I go, what? They go, yes. So We don't have anything like that in rugby. No. <laughs> So they need that. But then you look at those blue heads, too. People make yeah. fun of those. I like the one that looks like a mullet when they have this yeah. in his hair. Oh, yeah. And I like when he wears his Santa hat. Yeah. and, I, and It makes me smile. We used to call that hairstyle Canadian back when I wore it, by the way. <laughs> I think it has a mask on right now, doesn't it? Oh, It did for a while, yeah. That would be so funny. Yeah. Somebody painted those sunglasses downtown to reflect mm-hmm. the neighborhood. I mean, it's perfect. It's you really know? cool. It is. And those are the kind of things that um, somebody from out of town, well, maybe yeah. rugby, uh, they're going to see that and they're going to go, wow. Yes. You know, I, I don't, you don't see stuff like that everywhere. I know when I travel, you remember the art. Mm-hmm. You know, like the St. Louis has the arch and then yep. Vancouver, they got these big heads on their side and yep. the trees. Uh, no, the art is what makes it tick. So I, I mean, think, even the smiley water tower. Oh, my I goodness. mean, you see that thing and you go, <laughs> wow. You yeah, know. we couldn't let him go. So we had to put him by the bridge. We, we hang on to things in this town. Sure, and there's nothing wrong with it that. makes you smile. You know something that um, I'm kind of surprised that we don't have? If you go to the art center in Minneapolis, they have that big spoon with the cherry on it. Oh, oh yeah, I'm yeah. I'm surprised Grand Forks doesn't have like some big fork. With a sugar did. beet? Yeah, like a sugar <laughs> beet stuck we, to we it. That'd be great. Forks. And, and they disappeared somehow. They went to college dorm. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Isn't that funny how that works? Uh, Mr. Mayor, tell us a little bit more about uh, downtown tech business campus. Oh, that Microsoft Tech Park, um, which I think is it's in the works. And even the, you know, the Jobs Development Authority is working out a plan because there's no free Microsoft Tech Park. You have to invest as a community for them to invest in you. Mm-hmm. And I fully respect that because that means we're in it together. We have... We're in the game. So, yes, we're working forward with that. And you look at Airtonomy. 
And that's a, Josh is a bright boy. Yes. Because they put computers and drones and they inspect these towers. You know, I don't want to go up in a crane to look at a blade. No, no. And so they and they can see a crack a millimeter in the blade and it needs to be fixed. So he's he's just taken off and and uh, I think they competed worldwide for this contract. Yeah. And they got it. Yeah, and and, and that's one thing about Grand Forks too is. Uh, couple of those drone companies out there now and um you know they they got in when the going was good and now uh, a good buddy of mine tom kenville yes. is is yes. one of those guys and uh, those guys they're all over the but place tom's quite an oh yeah i remember he had the thing that sprayed the mosquito propellant in your water system mm-hmm. he had it at the home show he's he's quite creative yeah um boy we went to school together i've known him since kindergarten and something look, like look that at you yeah and then look at me <laughs> Uh, Mr. Mayor, a lot of people say Grand Forks is no longer a destination city. They think it used to be. Let's talk oh, Destination City 3.0. That, that is so funny. But it was that was my first day of the city, and that was like 17, 18 years ago. And we had 14 on council, and I took an idea from every councilman, and that was my state of the city. And so, and one of those was the destination. And you know, remember Grand Cities? Everybody says, no, we're, we're humble. Yeah. But Destination City caught on. Yeah. And that's what uh, can add in has that destination boulevard in front. And mm-hmm. that, that caught on. I think we are still, but the Canadian dollar is what, 75 cents on the dollar. So, yep. and plus the borders closed. Mm-hmm. No. So I still think we're attractive as a community. I still think we're a destination. We still have, you know, healthcare, art, entertainment, the things that people can do. And it's coming back. As soon sure. As we we re- relax some of the restrictions. We'll come back smarter. You know, one thing uh, you have always said is your attention has been the health of the community. Mm-hmm. Explain a little bit more about that. Well, you have to. Um, like I said, the economy will come back, but people can't. And we're protecting the most vulnerable. Uh, the, like my mother and father mm-hmm. are 88, 94. I don't want them sick. Right. And the nursing homes are vulnerable to this. So I think it's important we continue our hand sanitizing, good practices, mm-hmm. and our physical distancing and washing, washing services frequently. And um, go to restaurants where you feel safe. And I, we were at a restaurant, and it was just uh, every other table was closed. So mm-hmm. you had the physical distancing, and they, they sprayed the counter, and you let it dry. You know, So I felt very safe. So I think we need to continue those practices. But we can still go out. We're still social beings. We still need to mingle. We still need to say, and it is funny, people recognize you through your mask. Oh, yeah. So you got to behave. Yeah, well, when you've been around for a while. Now, when you talk about that, the social distancing and things at uh, some of the restaurants and bars um, around Grand Forks, I, I know they get checked on periodically. Do, does your, do you have anything to do with that, or is that all left up to the I police think, department and the well, sheriff's it's department? Health department. Okay. I, I think, yes. And then people make reports, and then the, the governor has said there's going to be no fines and no punishment. And we encourage cooperation, we do mm-hmm. teaching. So I think, and, and this is America, you know, we pride ourselves on our freedoms, but we got to use good sense and be courteous of your neighbor. And so I think we, I wear a mask because mm-hmm. it shows respect for other people. Sure. And do you get, and, and I know this has happened, um, actually out of town it's happened, but um, do you think some people that maybe don't agree with uh, the, the kind of soft opening or what we're doing in North Dakota, you, you know there's those people out there that don't agree with it, and I know this has happened where they think they're being a whistleblower 
because they see so many cars at one place when they really don't know until they walk in and see that these places are really doing what they're supposed to do. And I think when the public has confidence, then they'll go into those places and that will help the economy. And I think that's what it does. And it's so funny. I'm on the radio. People complain about wearing a mask. Oh, it makes my nose dry. My face itches. I wore a mask for 30 years. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I <laughs> suppose. I, I could have said, oh, my face hurts. You know. Well, no, I, you're protecting people. I know uh, last week it was the first time that I've ever had my glasses fog up in oh. the summer <laughs> because I was wearing a mask. That usually happens to me in the wintertime. I have to pinch it over <laughs> your nose. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm working on it again. Um, we were talking about uh, seniors. Mm. Um, just talk a little bit about senior initiatives. Oh, it was fun. So this last week, I got to serve meals mm-hmm. at the senior center, and um, they just drive up, no contact, and so they see how many meals they need. It's really an efficient system. So they see how many. They put the yellow sticker on the car. We see how many meals, and they roll down the back window, and you put these meals through the um, back window onto mm-hmm. the seat. Oh, no okay. contact, and you got your gloves on, and yep. and so and that way, I think we served over like two or three hundred meals. Wow. In the half hour that they were open and people line up for a half hour to an hour before to drive through and get these meals. And then also they get the meal that's hot and then they can also get frozen meals for the rest of the week. Oh, weekend. OK. So it's really a great, great thing. And, you know, um, ever since this hit, um, a lot of the restaurants, especially um, I'll, I'll give a shout out to uh, Ellie's Ivy because we they have this like a grilling takeout package where we actually got uh, fillets that weren't cooked yet but they give you the whole deal and you just bring it home and throw it on the grill yourself and we what we try to do is once a week we try to hit a local establishment to keep these guys going but um the the businesses that are doing this the curbside pickup and everything they have all been spot on yes it's wonderful so we say dine in attend in shop local yep there you go that's that's our mantra so now with uh, all the COVID-19 things going on and everything, um, how is the campaigning going for you? I mean, I know it's not like other elections. No, it's not, but I'm at peace. Yep, <laughs> yep. You can't go door to door. You don't want to expose people. You don't want to make them uncomfortable. So no, we're, people call in for yard signs. I'm happy to put them out. Okay. And, uh, I was wondering how that worked. My signs are beautiful. Yeah, they're, they're nice. I really like them. Any idea how many you got out there in Grand Forks? I probably have about 800. Yeah. And I got 200 in my truck right now if you need any. Okay. So just call. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you need 10 or 12, they're yours. I think it'd make nice wallpaper in here. I, yeah, well, yeah. Um, no, come on. You don't want to wreck oh. this beautiful mural oh, here. Oh, well, there we go. I'd actually One in ma- the pond. Oh, I actually have a question for, uh, along yes, those lines, too. I mean, because you've been mayor for a long time, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> with uh, this whole virus and everything going on, I don't know why anybody would want to run for this. I mean, you think that you'd just be... <laughs> I thought this would be a cakewalk. You know? <laughs> well, no, I mean, like, it seems like no matter what people do i mean they're not gonna be happy because things right. are like so bad right now it's like almost just like painting a target on your back so it i don't is, it is true but so in 97 it was the flood everybody was angry and i needed mm-hmm. to stand up and say mm-hmm. okay and it, it is a physician too you make decisions you move ahead and that's what we needed back then decision making and i'm thinking going into this the economy is great we got the billion dollar boom businesses are growing we're having listening you know talking yep. to people our jda is doing great work and then bam Everybody wants to be mayor. Yep. But we have one person per each council seat running on a post. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Isn't that something? So they, they just sit back. And, and, you know, I think you kind of hit on it at the beginning of the show, Mr. Mayor, that uh, whenever something goes wrong or whenever people don't like something, since you're oh. the man in charge, they're going to come to you and it's all your fault. Right. And, and I don't have control over wages, retail. And, and it's just mm-hmm. like, 
The mayor does. The flood? Yeah, the mayor. I protect and serve. And we had our eighth largest flood this last, yeah. during this time. So we had the COVID, we had the flood, had the economic crisis, and then the world economy went to yep. the pot because yep. of oil. It's like, my gosh, could it get any worse? And then thank God the flood was our eighth largest, but we were well protected. And this pandemic is, we're dealing with it. And then the economic crisis, we're listening and doing what we can for that. But you're right. Who would want to be mayor? But yeah. it's been a, such a joy. Yeah. And people love this community. I find out when I'm on the radio, people say, don't mess up my community. And we mm -hmm. don't have different ideas. And I think you go and you listen. Otherwise, you don't know what people are thinking. Yeah. And it, it's kind of simple. It's like the whole Corona thing. You know, if uh, you're worried about it, stay home. If you don't like what you've done for the last 20 years, vote for somebody else. It's pretty easy. And I think, um, see, and it's so funny. When we had the debate last night, I was the one with the vision. You know, mm -hmm. I, I know that it's so I'm in bed. I'm at, I ask Google, what's the future of shopping malls? And Google says it ain't bricks and mortar. It's going to be uh, experiential. Mm -hmm. It's going to be dining in. It's going to be social gathering spaces. And your retail stores are going to be much smaller. And you go... So you can't defend what's dying. Mm -hmm. It's like putting money into a dinosaur. So we need to, what is the future? How do we embrace the future? Just like the Microsoft Tech Park. That's where the brightest and best people come to town. And they bring more bright, best people. And they're making $70,000, $80,000 a year. They're changing the world. And people like to congregate together like that. So you'll have different companies that'll share ideas and make this a, a hub. It's like Starbucks. I think Microsoft is very smart. You can put one of those in every city because you have talent in every city. Yeah. These kids are bright, and we're training them for jobs that don't yet exist. And that's what we're seeing, that the mm -hmm. world is changing, and we need to be aware of that and invest in that and make it ready. That's why we bought that Herald building. The city hall was growing, so we needed a new city hall. It'd be $13 million to build a city hall. So we bought the Herald building for $2.75 million, and now it's a collaborative center because the school district has an office there. We're going to have a downtown library presence. EDC is there. City's going to be there. And we're going to have various groups working together, as well as Airtonomy, to, like, um, be the seed for our Microsoft tech park. Well, you mentioned the world is changing. Uh, so are politics. So are elections. Uh, you know, and, and I brought this up with uh, Mr. Bochensky last week. Um, it seemed before uh, when you were running for office, uh, you would uh, your platform would be what you can do, mm -hmm. uh, what we want to do, what your plan is, what you envision. Um, now it seems like with the way elections are going, it's just dirt, slam, mud throwing. Well, this guy did this, this guy didn't do this, and it, the whole thing has just changed. Right, and I, I've seen before, when I deal with the other candidates in the mm -hmm. past, they say, let's keep this a clean fight, and I go, okay, and they immediately attack me. Yeah. But that's not my nature. I want to tell you what I've done, what I'm thinking, where we're going, because that's my person. I have to respect the man in the mirror yes. when I look in the morning, and so I think I have to be very careful what I say because it's always misconstrued. <laughs> yeah. It, it's always never. It, it, there one little word twist is yeah, all like, it takes. Like I said, loyalty is a two-way street. What's mm. in it for you? Yeah. Like, yeah. What? <laughs> what? I'm just saying, I think loyalty is earned. Respect mm -hmm. you know, is earned. And I think how I've behaved over 20 years shows you how I'm going to behave for the next four. And I think we put the city first. And that's what we've always done. And I love it like I'm in Hugo's. And somebody will complain about something. I take out my phone. I dial that number. I leave a message for the person responsible. Mm-hmm. And then, then by three days, the curb is fixed. The grass yep. is back. Yep. And, and, it, and it's taken care of. And as being mayor, you have to be very approachable. Oh, it, it's, it's a privilege. Yeah, because not all mayors are. 
No, it's a privilege, though, and, I, and I, it's so funny. The kids I've delivered are old enough to vote, so I hope they do. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. Um, I asked you this before, Mr. Mayor, uh, Air Force veteran, mm-hmm. and by the way, thank you for your service. Uh, retired OBGYN doctor at yes. Altru, uh, over 20 years now as mayor. Why do you want to run again? Well, I think of the things I want to see finished. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to see this billion-dollar boom take off. I want to see that Microsoft Tech Park. And it's so funny. When you're there, you set the tone. And, and like you could say, hunker down, we're not going to do anything. Well, then everything comes to a halt. And that's not how I think. I think that was the most important time to invest in our future because we're going to have to invest our way out of this pandemic economic sure. crisis. We're not going to cut our way or save our way or hunker down. No, you got to be positive and we're optimistic. Our community is very optimistic and there's a lot of joy in this community. And so I think we need to embrace that and that optimism, and then invest in our future, and I would like to be a part of that. Well, I'm going to ask you one last question, and you've pretty much answered it all, but uh, this way you can put it in a sentence or a paragraph. Uh, Why should the voter out there vote for Mayor Michael Brown? Well, I think my record, and Mm -hmm. I've shown you on the tag, I'm a data guy, and so I show you how over 20 years we have decreased the city's tax bill, $4 million, and we're still doing the same job, services, and people say, and the city's grown 11 thousand people yeah. and they go well i haven't seen a change in my services and you go you're right <laughs> we're still picking up your garbage we're still doing your streets we're still protecting we built two fire stations so your iso rating is number one you have the cheapest fire insurance so i think our track record i think it, it's a great it's a great job and i love it so when people want change they're just thinking of when they hear a change wall yeah you this could go up the price of that could go up it could cost you more for all of this so sometimes when you say they don't see any changes, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. And that's why I tell the staff when we do a budget, I want service neutral. I want people to be happy that they live here. And it's, it's, and if you say, oh, we don't need to pick up grass. Well, some people can't. Mm-hmm. And the, people who are older and disabilities, put that out. We'll take care of it. And that spring cleanup, my gosh, you think it's a, it's a mandate from heaven. We got to get that stuff off the berm. And that's true. Yep. And I have learned we either pick it up out of the ditch or we pick it up on the curb. Sure. So why not have an yeah. organized pickup? It's better for everybody. But I can't commingle the crews right now because if one guy gets sick, then everybody's home 14 days. And Absolutely. And that's why we have to be very mindful of people's health and the jobs we have to do. So like our firemen have split crews and our police, so they mm-hmm. keep the risk of exposure to a minimum so we can continue to do the great job that we're doing for the citizens of Grand Forks. Well, um, good luck. Thank you. On the, on the upcoming election, um, we're going to have whoever wins this thing in again, uh, hopefully right after the uh, election is over. And um, again, thank you for your service and thank you for everything you're doing for the city and uh, good luck, Mr. Mayor. It's been a privilege. Thank you. There you go. That is Mayor Michael Brown. Uh, and again, uh, you should probably already have your ballot sent in and uh, we'll have all the uh, results for that. And uh, Robin David will be on the show, I believe, on Friday. And we also have Art Bakken coming in again Monday. So everybody's going to get one more chance here. And uh, we'll see what happens. Hey, if you want to become a Podbean Premium subscriber, it's five bucks. It's the cost of a burger, all right? Uh, You'll be entered for drawings and giveaways. We're getting that Weber grill in here. I know we've been saying this all week, any day now. Uh, Just go to your Play Store. You download Podbean. You search GFBS. You hit follow. You buy premium. You're all set. Easy to do. You can help us give Grand Forks an identity again by getting your Podbean premium subscription. If you have any questions, uh, feel free to call us. 701-213-0863 is our phone number. And there you go, GFBS, Grand Forks' best source. And again, thank you very much, Mayor Michael Brown, for stopping into the studio today. Tomorrow is Dirty Thursday. 
Yeah, we're talking racing. Brad Sang from River City Speedway will be back in the studio. We'll talk to him. Remember to like, share, and tag us for Grand Fork's best source. We're giving Grand Fork's an identity again. Get up.